20. Happy New Year. It was supposed to come a lot closer to the New Year. But here we are. Yes, here we are. Uh, we have beer in hand, so we are extra peppy this Monday. So what are you drinking today? Oh, God, it's not good. <laughs> so I made a grave mistake and wanted to address my basic bitty self and i'm drinking this beer from the 21st amendment brewery um, we got the costco pack so this one is the spark ale it's a sparkling rosé ale with apple cranberry peach and cherry and while it sounds delicious it's, it is not <laughs> yeah it, it, it's not great it's um one off from being a kombucha uh yeah. It tastes a little over-fermented <laughs> or something. Yeah. I have uh, the Blood Orange IPA from the same brand. It, it's much better. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, that's what you get for the combo packs, right? You can't win with all of them. Yeah, just representative of my Monday. <laughs> <laughs> can't have it all. <laughs> so, how was your Christmas and New Year and now three weeks into the New Year, Victoria? <laughs> it's like as if we don't talk every day, but it's it's funny. You're right, you're right. Let's catch everyone up. Um, so, my Christmas was good. Um, I actually spent it in Vegas, which is a very probably non-Christmas thing to do. Yeah, were you there with your family? I was. It's because I turned 30. Congratulations! <laughs> Gloria's thrilled that we're now in the same club. Uh, so we've been, I've been waiting, so guys, I'm born in January and Victoria's born in December, mm -hmm. so I was waiting for this day all year long. <laughs> and I had her telling me this whole year, it's like, 30 is just a number, it's fine. I was like, you just wait! You just wait! Uh, well, I have to be honest because, like, we always come in a pair in every mm. meeting and or whenever we meet people that it's like it's always easier for us to just like be like oh yeah like we're both like in our 30s you mm -hmm. know so like I feel like I've had some conditioning before hitting that date so that's why I think I'm like Eased in into it. <laughs> <laughs> not saying that I didn't have alcohol <laughs> <laughs> I, I did not I you can ask Victoria I was like flying all the way until two days before i'm like oh yeah like i don't understand what the big deal is and the day off i went full joey like my god why we had a plan <laughs> yeah so um my family being really cute and all um they they thought that we should just do it in vegas you know or my family's actually spread all over the united mm -hmm. states so having everyone meet in vegas it actually was a lot of fun um did more of the Homey, wholesome side. What is the wholesome side of Vegas? <laughs> like, indulge in a lot of good food. Uh, I watched the O Show. Oh, oh, I, I thought, I just pictured you going to a Celine Dion concert <laughs> with your parents or something. Oh, God. <laughs> I would go wasted. <laughs> just crying nice. and singing to myself. Nice. <laughs> Like that image, what, don't you? What was work really terrible <laughs> in 2019? Yeah. Um, and then New Year's, I did absolutely nothing. Uh, both me and my boyfriend were really sick, so I had the flu and he had strep throat, so we had a winning combo. <laughs> At least you guys didn't cross contaminate, and then you end up getting the strep after him and he gets your flu or something. True, that sounds true. terrible. <laughs> Also, I like how you made cross-contaminate sound really dirty. Cross-contaminating <laughs> this new year. Uh, it was not It was not sexy, though. That does not sound like a sexy combination. No, it was not. And actually, like, there's something about having to stay up till midnight that makes you even more tired. So by 1030, you're just like, is it time to go to bed now? I guess I've hit that age. I have hit that age. Congratulations on turning 30. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Uh, just spending with the fam. Uh, I was in, yeah, I was on the East Coast. And, you know, surprise, I don't spend 24-7 and every single holiday with Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> but I also got sick. Mm. So um, one of my nieces was really sick over the holiday. She looked 
fine, but I just feel like kids is are these little incubators from the most yes. atrocious virus combinations. Yes. But both my boyfriend and I all got sick off of her. So Christmas was fun. Mm-hmm. And then New Year's, the two of us were just in bed. We had TV on, a YouTube channel watching the countdown, and we both almost fell asleep before midnight because we were so <laughs> drunk up. But, but it was kind of good to turn the computer off for a few days. Oh, I could not agree more. Also, the flu season was really bad this year. Guys, if you haven't, if you're lucky enough to not get sick yet, nor have you gotten a flu shot, consider it. It's awful this year. Yeah. Everyone I knew came down with something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It lasted really long for me. I was still mm. sniffly as of, like, yesterday. <laughs> Yeah, she's still a little key sniffling. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess the theme of today's podcast will be a really delayed New Year's resolution. And maybe like basically after a illness, how did you how do you set yourself back on track? Yeah, set up some skin goals for the year. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about our own goals. Um, but yeah, otherwise, should we get back into it? Let's get back into it! <laughs> <laughs> Point's a little late, but we'll start with some Everything end of the decade <laughs> news. <laughs> so uh, we posted this on Instagram, but Vice came out with an article on um, the worst wellness tre- uh, trends of the 2010 decade, mm-hmm. and we had a we had a lot of fun looking over this because it's a blend of just oh yeah god I remember that and oh I totally tried that it was terrible <laughs> and some uh, some guilty pleasures in there too. All right, so Gloria, which ones would you say you like the most and which one do you hate the most out of this bracket? I've tried a good number of these. Mm. Um, Some of the ones I try, I tried Bulletproof Coffee, Mm. Indifferent. Mm. It was okay, but I didn't really get it. Mm. Um, What else did I do? I had a, a small face with kombucha. Mm. And definitely my fitness pal, because my boyfriend's really into that stuff. So he tried to get me to count macros for a month. I lasted about a week. <laughs> uh, oh, quinoa. I like quinoa. I kind of just, mm. off, before I got into the ridiculous how like every year we get a new like, new grain on the blog. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah. Was it, did they try to make Pharaoh happen? Pharaoh didn't happen. No, it did happen. Oh, it did happen? Yeah. I was not on the Pharaoh train. But I did like quinoa. Um, I'm a big fan of the chia seeds and the yogurt. Oh, I I do like chia seeds too. I need some crunch. Yeah. I have a love-hate relationship with coconut water because I grew up in Taiwan, so I I used to get fresh coconut water once in a while. Um, And Mm. coming here, like all the packaged coconut water tastes like garbage to me. Mm -hmm. So when the trend first started, I was one of those really annoying people. I'm just like, this doesn't taste like the real thing. But because the trend became like pretty big, uh-huh. it, it got better. So mm. there's now decent options without getting fresh coconut. So I can appreciate that. Mm. Um, never got into Soul Cycle, even though a lot of my friends were I've into done that. that. Athlete. I get it. <laughs> it's there's like hot people at Soul Cycle. <laughs> oh. Well, maybe I should get on that. <laughs> Athleisure is basically what we wear every day. Mm, that's also a fact um for me i think the things that really stand out are just like all the fitness stuff i've tried mm-hmm. from the workout videos insanity uh like you mentioned soul cycle trx is really hard um i did not do bar um oh uh, i took a class i wanted to die oh really <laughs> yeah. it was really intense it, it made me discover muscle groups i didn't think i owned <laughs> not in a good way <laughs> Yeah, so I think out of all that, I will say stuff that I still do is I do drink a lot of seltzer. Uh, I can attest to that and I don't get it. (laughs) Uh, I will say like a lot of the, a lot of the fitness trends on here, like we don't think it's a worst trend, right? So it's preference. I actually think mm -hmm. it's kind of nice that in the 2010s there was a there was a lot of options that came up came, mm. came about a lot of new classes to try out so i didn't mind that but there are some like really really 
obnoxious things on this list. I also never remembered the No Nut November. What was that about? Who decided not to nut in November? <laughs> also, that's tragic for both men and women, right? Yeah, and... Okay, let's be real, though. That's for, I can't imagine you being in a relationship and your boyfriend said, Hey, babe, I'm sorry, but it's No Nut November. Like, mm. um, one that I liked for weird reasons is fidget spinners because there were so many YouTube videos of animals playing with fidget spinners. Oh. So I liked that part. I I couldn't get on board with that just because all the nieces and nephews love uh. that. I tripped over more than one. <laughs> <laughs> Not lucky. So Victoria, mm. off of this list, mm. what do you hate the most? E-cigs and Jewel. I think Jewels are terrible. Oh, yeah. And I hate, like, how many high school students do it. Yeah, it's, like, a real problem now. Right. It's not better for you. Yeah. Uh, things I can get on board with, matcha. I mm, love, I do love I've matcha. had a matcha croissant. That's amazing. Yesterday, I had a matcha hojita, like, soft serve. Amazing. <laughs> so- yeah, because they're in dessert form. <laughs> matcha donut, I'll be fine. <laughs> The trend is really not matcha. It's, it's just dessert. <laughs> I can get on board with that. Uh, what about you, Gloria? I just, the yoni egg thing. Is it yoni or is it yoni? No clue. Any sort of vaginal trend, does none of them sounds good. Anything from goop is not good. We can write a whole hate later, a letter on goop, but... Uh, yeah, I can't uh, wait for that Netflix episode <laughs> to come out, right? Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was fun. And then... We should also talk about the Allure 2020 list for skincare yes. trends. And that one was, well, I must say, very rudimentary. Yeah, I, I wanted to do this post. I didn't. I, I Googled new trends in 2020 skincare before coming on the Allure article. And I read it and I was like, are these new? Are these trends? Right. So. I mean, the list was electrolytes, mm-hmm. lip masks ampules your favorite Yay. and niacinamide which niacinamide feels very like 2005 <laughs> yeah, exactly so i guess that's that those are the trends for this year guys congrats everyone <laughs> you're in for a while right we'll say uh even though most of this list is not new it's good that niacinamide is getting mainstream attention because it mm. is one of our favorite actives mm. it does have a lot of good data supporting it it just it just feels funny that it's on uh, things up and coming list. <laughs> uh, but hopefully that's a sign that it's like going back to the good stuff, the good actors. Yeah. You know. Are we ignoring the fact that electrolytes are on there? <laughs> it's Gatorade for your face, guys. <laughs> oh my god! All these times, I just had to drink Gatorade until I sweat blue. <laughs> it's all gonna be okay. Okay. Fun fact. Electrolytes don't mean anything. They're referring to the natural moisturizing factors like sodium PCA. This is also not new. Yeah, uh, it's been around since. It's one of those things like, oh, when you need a a, a good ingredient that will round out your formula, mm-hmm. why not some electrolytes? <laughs> yeah, so yeah, definitely not new. Not saying that this category of ingredients are bad, but... I think it's something to like look out for in the mm. marketing claims. Like this word is a little trendy, f palm, drunk elephant, and yeah. so with that, just know what that actually entails. All right, so that's what Lord thinks is coming up in twenty twenty. Yeah. We'll keep our eyes peeled for other yeah. stuff. But we had a recent acquisition in the news lately. Oh yes, so First Aid Beauty was acquired by Procter and Gamble for mm. approximately two hundred and twenty million dollars. Woohoo! Good on you, First Aid Beauty. Good on you. <laughs> Overall, I would say I don't mind this brand. No, I think it's a good basic brand, and mm. um, because their positioning is for sensitive skin, mm. when you don't know how to start it's not a bad baseline Mm. to look into yeah exactly l'oreal recently came out with this new customizable device Um, basically it can custom color your like lipstick and foundation color and Mm -hmm. you can give it a google it kind of looks low-key like uh 
coffee espresso blender of sorts. It's called L'Oreal Perso, P-E-R-S-O. I'm guessing it stands for, it's short for personalized. <laughs> <laughs> really cool people working in the naming department. Maybe, maybe it's just like a typo. They forgot Sending person. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it just got cut off in the printing and then they're like, oh, it's Oh, that's Perso. so chic. <laughs> Perso it is. Yeah. Um, so how do you feel about this? <laughs> okay. Apparently, it will give you custom color based on Instagram. I don't know why I can just see Victoria's like PC wielder. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, it will customize color. Dude, she's not wrong. I do not have a poker face. <laughs> Just know that um, it actually can even like take colors from like an Instagram account, like Ooh. your color theme, and kind of suggest colors based on the, the colors that you use. I guess. I think sure. for someone like me, it just introduces too many complexities. Mm. I rather have I'm well. I like having a lot of lipstick color, but if I'm like thinking too hard about it, I always reach for that one that's like the go-to. Yeah, your yeah. your lips but better or like. Uh, a more dramatized version of that. So if you tell me you can have 800 shades for your lips, I'm just, I would just have a stroke. <laughs> yeah, so maybe great for makeup artists. For something like this, I think the most, the biggest potential comes from customized foundation shade yeah. maybe. Um, but just know that it's a little limited in other arena. Right, so how I really feel about <laughs> Okay, so uh, Allure, take notes. We feel like that's actually probably going to be a big trend in the coming decade mm. is personalize this, personalize that. We actually already see it. Yeah, I in feel like it's not even like yeah. a new trend. We'll right? just see like different executions and different iterations of it. One million data points to pop Emo- out this cream for your specific face. MIT data scientists will <laughs> hack your search history <laughs> and find your optimal fragrance and cream like right mm. exactly so yeah i'm good yeah yeah i don't honestly like we get the appeal but in execution it's let's just say what we've seen so far is a little wonky so yeah and personally i do not have a lot of hope in this sadly just because everyone knows your skin is so different from the next human being and there are like we tout time and time again that there are ingredients that work for you, but don't work for the other person. That's just how it is. Right, you know? so, right. Oh, I could go on and on about this. Let's move on. All right. <laughs> so we are getting to our core segment. I don't have a segment. Resolutions! No! All right, so (laughs) the meat of our podcast today is on our New Year's resolution. Mm -hmm. So I'll start. Um, As everyone knows, I have dry skin. And after my three-week flu season, um, I now have really, really flaky meat. So my my short-term resolution is just to deal with that, uh, which comes from diligent reapplication of moisturizers and balms throughout the day. Um, question. It, Actually, mm-hmm. I have a question for you. Yes. Because you like AHAs. See. Si. Do you still use them despite having these That's a really good question. Um, actually, I, I stop chemical exfoliation when I'm really flaky. Mm-hmm. Um, but, okay, so I, okay, I have a cutoff, right? So when I'm really bad, when, it, when I'm in the middle of my cold or it's, it's red, I don't do any chemical exfoliation. Mm. At most, I do very, very mild physical exfoliation, mm. like with a sponge or uh, oh. like really soft bristles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't wait for the flaking to completely stop. Like once the redness dies down, then I get back on AHAs, and that helps. I like, just turn it over and like mm-hmm. open a new chapter. Mm. So yeah. So my 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 personal philosophy is just to avoid the redness. Mm-hmm. Like when it when it burns, don't do it. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's my current dire need is mm-hmm. to fix the flaky. Then the overarching goal, and it's it's actually really bleeding in from 2019, mm-hmm. is I am reigning in retinol. 
I, mm, yeah. That's a big category for you. Yeah, it is. So for me, in the in the last year, I've had, I, I feel like it's a whole relationship. We started getting to know each other better. <laughs> I was like, where is this going? <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we had our rocky start. Oh, damn, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we had our fights and disagreements. Didn't see each other for a few months. Just swinging at this <laughs> And then we decided to give it a go. This time we'll try it out more systematically. You so. make it sound like that bad boyfriend you keep going back to. It is my bad boyfriend <laughs> that I keep going back to. But I think we're so, we're so strong right now. <laughs> I think <laughs> we are finding our balance. Mm. Um, so for me, it's... Uh, learning how I react to different types of retinol, not mm-hmm. just different uh, concentrations, but mm-hmm. different forms of retinol and different and maybe encapsulated retinol. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also how to uh, layer actives on top of that. So my problem last year was that I have a really good routine down with all the other actives. I know mm-hmm. what to do with my acids. I know what to do with vitamin C. And I, all, everything is like good. I can go on and off these actives. I know exactly what I'm doing. Retinol, every time I start, I feel like I have to drop everything else mm. and just focus. He's just very demanding. <laughs> you know what I hear, Gloria? Yes. Uh, potential blog content about onboarding a dry skin person to retinoids. Oh, I'll work on it. <laughs> and then we'll, I will write it like retinol's my bad boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, that's pretty good. I think that's, a, that's actually a pretty tough challenge because yeah, of is. the amount of time it takes to find that balance mm-hmm. and guys know that it's our job to try a lot of new products so that's extra hard when you're mm-hmm. trying to introduce an active like right. we we ourselves always tell people to kind of start slow ease yourself into new changes but sometimes when we are like go 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 it's like it, we we are we need to listen to that advice more often yeah but oh sorry oh last one yeah. You have one more resolution? <laughs> um, my last resolution is this year is the year that I will find my holy grail cleansing balm. So I do, I use cleansing oil a lot because for mm-hmm. me it's just the best way to take off my makeup without mm. tugging and whatnot. Um, but we travel a lot and yeah. let's just say I have two giant oil blotches in my luggage <laughs> and I'm ready to graduate from that headache. The hot lava ones are favorite for all those looking for cleansing oil? Uh, I like hot Labo, and I also like the uh, Kosei Softy Mode. Like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> softy Mode. <laughs> when I use it, I'm always like, yes, most soft skin, please. <laughs> but it's the pink bottle. <laughs> I am coming in strong 2020. Yep. Great joke. Yep. Yes. So, um, but for a bomb, I don't have a holy grail yet. My, my problem right now is it either doesn't cling as well or it leaves too much residue mm. or both. <laughs> I mean, that's actually the reason why I've never, I just have never really used cleansing balms. I've tried them, but there's something about that film after that is very unsatisfying to me. Yeah. Coming from a person that just like wants to feel fresh and clean mm-hmm. from the oil. Yeah. So, Yeah. I mean, we did the lazy poll on Friday, so we got a lot of feedback. We're going to go through those, and yeah, let's see if we can find Gloria her cleansing balm love. This is a theme, right? (laughs) An ingredient relationship. You decade, you me. (laughs) (laughs) So, Victoria, (laughs) what are your skin resolutions? Um, So, one thing that you guys may have noticed recently is I did a story where I actually went out and visited our esthetician friend, Angela. And the reason why is because, like Gloria mentioned, after being sick, after traveling, um, my skin, I looked in the mirror and I was like, I need extra help to me it just looks congested i look tired and i'm like you know what i'm gonna have a pamper me moment i'm gonna visit um expert angela and see what she can do for my skin when i went to see angela she actually decongested my skin like extracted all my blackheads Uh and on top of that she did microdermabrasion she gave me a gentle peel and not saying like i do peels on my own but just being in the office, having her do the low pH acid peels and then like neutralizing it is mm-hmm. just slightly different than mm-hmm. the topicals that you can get, you know, in store. Mm-hmm. And 
I will say you instantly feel better. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a couple like minor residual breakouts after just because like when you do poke and prod, it's just minor, you know, like mm-hmm. you have that buildup of oil. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, I think that's something that I want to do is like figure out that relationship because ever since I was young and had acne, it's really hard to let someone else touch your face. Mm-hmm. You're ready to do the trust fall with Angela. <laughs> that's, exactly, that's exactly it. Just get over my anxiety. <laughs> it, it, it takes someone like Angela, though, to help yeah, you make that exactly. joke. exactly. Mm-hmm. So, um... Other than that, I actually do have an active that I want to figure out. Mm-hmm. And it's, you'll find this surprising, it's glycolic. Huh. Right. This um, is someone who has no problem with treadmill. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, the reason why is I used to use glycolic when I was like on heavy acne medications. Mm-hmm. Um, at, it was actually in my uh, face cleanser. Mm. Um, so during that time, it was kind of like a nice um, secondary active to help. Um, but now I kind of just have more like hormonal acne every once in a while. Mm-hmm. I've actually cut AHAs for the most part out ever mm-hmm. since. And this was up until we started doing our own AHA line. Mm-hmm. Then I started, then we started getting back into AHAs and I was like back on, you know, a lot of the AHAs now. Mm-hmm. Glycolic is that weird one. I still haven't found the right percentage for That's me. That's so fascinating. Yeah, right? And the weird thing is, so we did the ordinary glycolic acid peel, right? Right. That one actually caused me to frost. And if Holy you don't crap. know what frosting is, it's like you'll you'll feel it um, probably the night after. Is like your skin almost feels like it hardens and there's like a texture. Mm-hmm. Like it feels like a very light scab. It wasn't even a leave-on mask. It was a wash-off, right, mm-hmm. just for 10 minutes. And I still had that frosting effect. So that's kind of my goal is to figure out what exactly is my balance with that. That's so interesting because, like, so Victoria uses Baby Steps, which is uh, which is our gentle version mm-hmm. with PHA and, lac- uh, and, and lactic acid. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that works perfectly for her yeah. as a complement to, um, to retinol, mm-hmm. right? So for me, I... I I like baby steps, but if I'm not on retinol, I have to use glycolic mm-hmm. because then baby step is too gentle for me. Mm-hmm. So this, the theme of the story here is everyone is different. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to find the right one for you. Do not get me started on that personalized skincare crap again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So that's, that's another goal. And this one I'm probably going to need Gloria's help is... I'm going to try to not buy lip color this week. <gasps> oh, so <laughs> speaking of skincare or beauty industry news, this news will help you not buy less lip mm-hmm. color. So we both really love the lip, uh, the Bite Lipstick formula. Yeah. They did a huge rebrand Sad and the lipstick days. is no more. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's actually really tragic. They went completely vegan mm-hmm. and yeah, it's just no sad days for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So now I will treasure the two tubes I have left from Bite. <laughs> Crazy. I can't believe that. Yeah. I, I don't know how much of help I'll be. I will say a lot of times when we're on the road, mm-hmm. I'm really bad <clears throat> with just picking up a lipstick mm-hmm. or something. Just mm-hmm. It's just simple and you get that you get that retail therapy effect. <laughs> and you're like, ew, new lip color. Right? <laughs> yeah. And it's like... I, especially in Asia, it's like fun packaging. Price point is great. A lot of them, the textures are not bad. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, it'll be hard. So yeah, let's see how long I last, Gloria. I will say my problem with lip color mm. is I tend to reach for the same color family. Mm. So then next thing you know, I have 10 lipsticks. It's like basically the same shade. What is the color family that you reach for? Corals, like orangey reds. Mm. Yeah. I... I, for a while, I was like, ooh, I'm going to turn a new leaf and buy really vibrant lip colors. I like them, but then I don't have a good occasion for mm. it, so then I never wear it. Mm. So, anyway, what's your fit? Do you have a lip? <laughs> From what I see, she doesn't, and there is the everything under the rainbow. But... <laughs> yeah, I actually don't. It's, um... I even found this, like, deep purple one <laughs> way oh, back in the day. I really like that one, actually. <laughs> so, uh, it kind of depends on the mood. Uh, again, another reason why I don't need to buy another lip color. <laughs> yeah, so. 
Uh, yeah, that's it for me in terms of resolutions. We'll see. All right. So those are our resolutions. So next we'll uh, we'll go through some tips for mm-hmm. maybe if you have a skim resolution. Here's some guidelines and tips that might help you guys. <laughs> so let's start with routine. Yeah. So if you are a complete skincare newbie, mm-hmm. uh, we always tell you that you don't have to jump into a 20-step routine because the thing with skincare is it's just consistency, consistency, consistency. The most important facets of it is just cleanse, moisturize, and sunscreen. Mm-hmm. If you do those every day, that's already a huge step up, especially if you're new to skincare. Yep, exactly. Now, if you're trying to get into actives, mm-hmm. um, we have four very specific ingredients that you can seek out. Mm-hmm. Uh, one being niacinamide, which we recommend in the 2 to 5%. Mm-hmm. Um, very easy to layer with other actives, so just great to add in mm-hmm. regardless. Quick side note on that. So every active has um, a right percentage for you. Mm-hmm. And we say 2 to 5% because that's the range that's tested in clinical. Mm-hmm. So we know that's effective and safe. Mm-hmm. So this is time for a, a side. Higher doesn't necessarily mean better. Nice. <laughs> we want to already go there. <laughs> yes. Girl, I have a lot of feels about that. Because I, I feel like it's starting to turn into a pissing battle of like who can get more niacinamide in their product. It's just not necessary. So, Belle. So, Belle. We see you. We see you with your 4.5% retinol, your 35% vitamin C. You are not helping anyone. <laughs> So just um, just know that if you're trying these active and you're like, oh, this means it's really effective and you don't know why your skin's irritated or breaking out, that might be why there's, there's, <laughs> there is such thing as too much of a good thing. Yes. Um, and you know what? I will add. You know how Sobel gives all the percentages? Yes. You know what's funny? Mm. Their eye cream has no percentage. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, it's like illegal peptide eye cream. Ah, I see future decodes <laughs> coming your way. <laughs> yeah, so another funny side side note. Um, yeah, so going off off what Gloria said, um, niacinamide the general range is two to five percent. Um, with vitamin C, we suggest seeking out L-ascorbic acid. Um, you can start as low as five percent, and the pH is pretty low so with that um it's not a bad idea to start at a lower concentration Mm -hmm. anyways um another category you look at is ahas Mm -hmm. um it's quite broad i recommend going to our blog to check out the types of ahas you can explore or checking out our future (laughs) (laughs) uh so this weird pause is because Gloria and I are just making eye contact with each other like are you gonna do it or am I gonna do it <laughs> welcome back to this really kooky podcast guys <laughs> yeah so um yeah we recommend just you know taking a look at the different types of AHAs if you want to start gentle reach for lactic acid mandelic uh gluconolactone those are the three to target um a nice range would be 8 to 10%. Yeah, that's for daily use. Um, you can definitely try a higher level. Mm-hmm. Actually, that might be a good <clears throat> new skincare resolution. Like if you have already incorporated a 8 to 10% glycolic serum or AHA serum, mm. maybe this year you challenge yourself to one of those higher level peels mm-hmm. and figure out how to incorporate that. That brings up one more thing. Um, adding to what Gloria said, another thing is do not buy four actives and try them at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actives, it's just do not like overwhelm your skin to the point and then possibly open yourself up to a lot of irritation, which means you have to backtrack your skincare routine and start over. Um, introduce it one active at a time and give it at least two weeks to see how your skin is responding to the active before introducing another one. Um, and then the final category um, that you can consider if you want to target more of the wrinkle category is retinol. Mm-hmm. Um, start very small, 0.1%. That's fine. At least see how your skin is doing um, in terms of shedding, redness, you mm-hmm. know, get a good routine going with sunscreen, um, and then you can try starting to bump your way up. Yeah. And 
of all the side retinols, that's all small. Well, retinol derivative that's available on the yeah. market. We see a lot of uh, products with granactive retinol and also bakukiol. Mm. Um, it doesn't, the data doesn't hold up compared to retinol mm. just by volume, mm-hmm. right? We don't know as much about these ingredients. Mm. Um, you can consider starting with those, especially if you're a little like, a little wary of the actual retinol. Um, if you've already had experience with even a dappling fentanyl and retinol, there is no reason for you to try these active. Mm-hmm. This is probably best for the true beginners. Yep, exactly. Um, all right, so I think it's finally time to get to our confessions time. What are you confessing about this week? <laughs> <laughs> Confess to me. Oh, by the way, guys, I watched Fleabag end of last year. Yeah. So. I told Gloria to watch it, and I was like, this is right up your alley. <laughs> yes, go watch it. Now, confession. every time we say confessions, now I just remember that scene with the hot priest. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, all right, so my confession this time actually has to do with seeing our esthetician, Angela. Uh-huh. Um, when she was extracting my blackheads, she found one in particular that had a pink tinge to it around my chin area. Oh, God. Um, that just goes to show how lazy I was about cleaning, and it's actually very true. Being sick and all, I did not give a crap. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, with that, um, yes, it's possible to have a little bit of your makeup residue um, integrate into your blackheads. So just some food for thought. And also, hilarious comment from Angela because she extracted it, saw the pink hinge, and the pink hue, and she goes, ooh, I love a good makeout session. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to have gun on your chin. <laughs> 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 Do I have a confession? Okay, I have a confession for Gloria. Oh, what did I do? When Gloria is stressed, she has this weird tic oh. of peeling her lip skin. It's a terrible and confession. And I have to stare at her lips. And I'm, it's disgusting. It's deeply concerning. It's, it's my version of, you know the people who bite their nails? Yeah. I'm always like, oh, that's a horrendous habit and but then i peel my lip skin so that is Gloria's confession that is my confession and victoria i feel so sorry for victoria because there's like a few times where i do it subconsciously mm-hmm. and there's a few times i don't realize what i'm doing until i taste blood oh my god <laughs> and she just sits there with a horrified look on her face yeah i'm like talking to her about some work-related thing and peeling my lip. I have to stop. Yeah. <laughs> I need a straight jacket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it makes for very eventful meetings. Yeah, and this is also why, as much as I like lipsticks, I don't wear it. I, I, don't, mm. I don't put on lipstick as much because yeah. then I can't peel my lips. <laughs> maybe maybe you should wear more lipstick um, or we'll just get you a pacifier oh maybe <laughs> that is that is a terrible confession i'm sorry guys <laughs> that concludes the confession of the sorry i put gloria on blast <laughs> uh, all right um, now it's time for our decode that IL top tip. Top tip of the day! Woo! <laughs> so, for today's top tip, uh, this is going off of our post um, where we did the this versus that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what we realized is a very quick way to gauge, you know, the level of nourishment or heaviness um, of a moisturizer is to just check maybe the top five to ten ingredients mm-hmm. um, if you see that it tends to lean more towards oils or silicones um, it's going to be more fresher in texture versus uh, a moisturizer that's more ter- in terms of butters and waxes which you'll feel that kind of like nourishing very 
more I wouldn't inclusive. Say, yeah, occlusive kind of finish. Um, that's really more meant for dry skin. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's just a very quick way to gauge um, moisturizers that you would probably find in a drugstore and can't try out. Obviously, if you can try out, that's a lot yeah, easier yeah. to know. Yeah, it's not a set rule, but it's always good to know the few key ingre- ingredients that work really work for your skin or really doesn't work for your mm-hmm. skin. Um, I'm, For example, I'm dry, so if I see a lot of heavy butters and waxes, I'm all for it. I layer anyway, so I know I'm getting my humectants from um, from the hydrating serum mm-hmm. and whatnot. So then I look for occlusives in my cream. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing, the, the reason we're giving this tip is, honestly, across categories, because like the sleeping mask example, right? Mm-hmm. Just because you call something a night cream or a sleeping mask or whatnot doesn't really mean that it directly translates to what's in the product per se i mean moisturizer doesn't really give right. you an idea of what it's gonna be or what it'll do for your skin right right so occlusive is definitely a really good category to look for for drier mm. skin it's definitely like oh okay i know say petrolatum works really well for my skin mm-hmm. or um shea butter me but i kind of like cocoa butter mm. you know that kind of that kind of cues will um give you a better chance for understanding um, guesstimating how this product will do for you. Yeah, that's a um, great point. And also, those might be good ingredients for you to avoid if you have oily skin. Uh, yeah. Um, that's actually true. I think I prefer petrolatum as, like, a separate product that mm. I need, like, in a spot. right? Mm. Yeah, just to, like, spot treat, like, weird dry patches that occur. Mm. But anything that would have petrolatum or mineral oil in the itself does actually sit a little heavy for me mm-hmm. um, and I agree with you on the shea butter comment because I do think that there are some th- there's just different grades of shea butter that mm-hmm. they can make it really light in texture and mm-hmm. sometimes it actually does work and it kind of it's a little bit matte too which is nice yeah for oily skin um, fun fact as a raw material shea butter depending on the grade the level of refinement sometimes it's like chunks of like, like butter right mm-hmm. and sometimes it's a liquid yeah yeah, yeah. so um yeah so i think with that why don't we just take a moment out and talk about sleeping masks because i <laughs> that's an actually trending category for 2020 mm-hmm. not the ampule crap <laughs> I feel like they keep coming up with new words, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, see if it sticks around this time. First of all, Gloria, would you like to tell everyone why you hate ampules? I mean, I hate it too, but I, I do love to hear you rant about ampules. Oh, man. <laughs> I just, I, I don't know. I just feel like it's just this, I just have a lot of feels about it, because it doesn't, it, it, it I'm out. <laughs> I feel like the words are fighting to get out and then they're stuck. But long story short, it just doesn't mean anything. Yeah. You know, it just, it, it says that it's all oh, extra concentrated, this and that. But why shouldn't it have been my serum that's concentrated now? Why shouldn't it have been my essence or whatnot? It just feels like it's such a marketing gimmick. Right. And, and a waste it, of packaging. Yeah. Like a lot of times they're positioned as a shot, right? Mm-hmm. I get it. It looks awesome. looks medical. Blah. But a lot of the ingredients they use in ampules, they don't need that packaging yes. at all. And I think it actually confuses users because they're like, oh, no, this hyaluronic acid has to be in an so ampule. special. It's really not what that means. Yeah, yeah. So I really don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> I poke the bear. Um, anyway, so sleeping masks. Um, first of all, as we mentioned in the post, um, see this as just a more nourishing moisturizer. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at the ingredient list, there's honestly nothing special that puts it in this separate category. Um, honestly, you just put more of it and let it just dry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as chemist, I will tell you if. If you get a brief that says, hey, marketing wants you to make a sleeping mask, you're like, okay, here's a cream I made last week. <laughs> Does this work? <laughs> Throw in a little bit more butter, more yeah. hyaluronic acid. <laughs> oh, you want a little bit more thickener? I can do that. <laughs> it's probably spoken like a true Jada chemist in these projects. And uh, so accurate. I, I digress. <laughs> 
<laughs> Staying in. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, other than that, I guess there's really not much to say about sleeping. Nights. Yeah, check out our post. It, it is basically think about it as a night cream, right? Yeah. Nothing wrong with it. But <laughs> if you're not looking to replace your night cream, you don't you don't need one. You you can maybe seek out this category for new different textures for your night cream but let's say you already have one that you love you do not need one on top of your current night cream you know what's hilarious is this is about the same level of gusto as this morning (laughs) (laughs) guys this post took us so long to write like unbelievable how long it took us to write this post because we were trying to inject enthusiasm and positivity in there so just in this particular example f-bomb um it, it's very emollient heavy, mm. basically, almost with no occlusives mm. at all, right? It has um, squalling, um, a lot of light oils, mm-hmm. whereas the fab sleeping mask is very butter heavy. Mm. Shea butter si- sits very heavily. They also have mm. cocoa butter, which is a pretty um, pretty heavy butter. And um, coconut oil. Oh, and coconut oil. It works fine for stuff. me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so just from these two examples, the fat, the arnica mass is probably better for those with dry mm. and irritated skin. Mm. And the drunk elephant is probably better for people with oily skin. But then it still comes down to preference and mm. your skin type. I have one teensy little gripe about first aid beauty. Go on. <laughs> the number of extracts in that thing is so annoying. annoying. <laughs> <laughs> It is not helpful. I don't think it adds anything. <laughs> uh, so, so fun fact. Obviously, we know a lot about ingredients, but we're not a walking dictionary of every extract out there possible. Right. So we're doing decos. This is why Victoria is annoyed, right? I just see her <laughs> scrunched up and she'll look at me and she's like, what the heck is extract? I'm like, so that's the only thing that's like you know i it does have a lot of good soothing ingredients but it's like in between all these other random extracts yeah and so that's where i'm just it's a little off-putting for me you know i i like the idea of a soothing sleeping mask but i mean does it need all of that and doesn't help that it smells like feet (laughs) (laughs) don't get me started (laughs) fermented feet But it's sweet smelling too. It's weird. It, it's you should try it, guys. You should try it just for the smell. It's true. <laughs> it's really hard to describe. Yes. All right. Enough about sleeping mouse. It's time for our favorite part. It's time to break, break, break it up. Break, break, break it up. <laughs> so today, add a dance soon. <laughs> Ooh, we're adding a dance soon. Oh, by the way, side note. My friend Irene listens to our podcast a lot, and she's been yeah. on this train about when the hell are you starting that goddamn YouTube uh, channel? Uh, we're we're, we're uh, working on it, and it'll come with dance moves. So hang tight. Will it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so today's animal fact. As if my pride couldn't go more through the shredder. <laughs> Get you more sparkling rosé. Oh god. <laughs> So, uh, today's um, yeah. animal fact is on the cassowary. The cassowary? The cassowary. <laughs> Casserole? <laughs> you do not want to make these in casserole. Okay, what are cassowaries? Cassowaries are flightless birds native to, of course, Australia. Mm. It is... They look like giant, like, overgrown turkeys. They can be mm. six feet tall. Six feet tall? Yeah, they can get up to six feet tall and weigh, like, 160 pounds. So they're, oh. like, a ling athlete. Oh. Yeah. They they eat mostly fruits, okay. but they can get very territorial. How do they grow that big on fruits? I do not know. But it's Australia. <laughs> Everything's big there. They probably also eat mice on the side of fruits. <laughs> Mice in the fruit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 so they're really famous for their claws because mm-hmm. on their middle finger or their middle claw, it comes with a five about four or five inch razor sharp claw that can cut through cars. <laughs> so they can be a little dangerous when grouchy. There are these YouTube videos 
of like cassowary handlers and oh they have to come with these like medieval looking shields oh my just God. in case they jump up and slashes them they have to like block them like gladiator style and see yeah. i have a lot of questions about that like how do you become a cassowary feeder and at what point are you like this is not worth it? I took life. a wrong turn in life. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So if you're a cassowary feeder, let us know. Got it. So okay. despite being pretty dangerous, they've uh they're only responsible for two recorded deaths in history. Oh wow. Yeah. So they're they mostly not... keep to themselves. Okay. Yeah. You just if you see one you don't want to F with them. But mm. other than that, then they pretty much keep themselves. Got it. They're a little they're um they're vulnerable on the conservation mm. scale. Um, and it doesn't help that they're in Australia. Yeah, so this is also an opportunity to give a shout-out to the current bushfire situation in Australia. Yeah. Koalas are having a terrible time. Just wildlife in general is taking a huge toll. But they got airdropped carrots. They got airdropped carrots. So, yeah, um, all the donations count. So scope out a reputable, mm. um, reputable, what's the word I'm looking for? Nonprofit? Nonprofit. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to help, yeah. someone needs to airdrop me some carrots and ginkgo. Uh, fun fact: female cassowaries do not raise their young. Oh, so like after penguins. Uh, no, like- even worse. Oh. So basically, they'll mate, they'll give birth, and then after. After um, the female lays the egg, she's like, I'm out. <laughs> she will leave. And then the male will scamper no. back to take over incubation oh. and baby rearing <laughs> duties. You know, this reminds me, it's got to be on that Reddit thread, Divorced Birds. <laughs> it feels like it's worthy of being on there. Actually, that's a fabulous thread. So if you guys don't know, check out Divorced Birds. Yeah, uh, what it is, is they take these portrait photos of very, exotic looking birds and um, they write this elaborate divorce story about them and it sounds a little morbid at the moment I get it but <laughs> you'll realize it's actually quite fitting it's kind of funny the internet is a mysterious place <laughs> <laughs> the internet is a wonderful place yes sometimes. it is <laughs> yeah so alright that's uh, the animal fact of the week yay what so, will we think of next? Next week, Victoria's on fun animal fact duty, so Yay. we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, and finally, we are at our last section of the podcast. It's our Q&A section. Um, we actually just have two questions this time, mainly because the second question gets a little bit long, and it's probably going to have us ranting again. Um, but the first question we got, which I thought was great, is if chemical exfoliators are in a bunch of products, cleanser, toner, serums, how do you fill in the exfoliating step in the skincare routine? Ooh, we love this question. <laughs> this is a great question. Yeah. It actually kind of, it kind of fits um, one of our, one of the issues we try to tackle in mm. Chemist Confessions mm. is that this is why we try to teach people to pay attention to ingredient lists and um, look beyond just what the uh, the product name, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what is, like, toner, serum, sleeping mask, you know? At the end of the day, it boils down to what kind of ingredients they have. Mm-hmm. So, for this, it's a great question. Um, number one, we don't recommend it in your cleanser step yeah. too much. Yeah. Um, because, one, it's just, it's not the best way to get the most of the actives. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we'll say that's a write-off. Mm-hmm. Um, for toner and serum, it just depends on percentages, right? So let's say you have a toner that already has 8% glycolic. That in itself can be a good enough way to get your glycolic mm-hmm. acid. So you should actually actively avoid glycolic mm-hmm. acid in your serums. Yep, exactly. Um, I will say that if you are currently trying to treat acne, it's possible that there is a lot mm. of overlap. I think the one biggest offender for me is salicylic acid. Yeah. Because you will find that in every product, including your cleansers. And another thing is people like to use the willow bark extract. Mm-hmm. And that's also salicylic acid. So do take that into consideration um, if you're treating acne. Um, but yeah, hopefully that gives you an idea of how to incorporate it. All right, and number two. What are your thoughts on the Biosance ten percent lactic acid serum? Me. They <laughs> just sorry, go on. <laughs> they say that a hundred percent of users showed visible reduction in wrinkles overnight. Is it possible to see wrinkles fade overnight? 
<laughs> and okay, here here's another thing. So I will read you the um, things that they wrote about their clinical results to okay. give you some idea. So mm-hmm. this is based on a 28-day clinical study of 36 women, ages 30 to 60, once nightly use. And I could not find any sort of variance on this sentence. Uh-huh. Um, it said 100% showed significant skin exfoliation overnight. Uh-huh. 100% showed improvement in the appearance of pores overnight. 100% showed a visible reduction in the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles overnight. Wait, so what happened to the other 27 days? <laughs> exactly. So... <laughs> Is this a single overnight study? Did they try to test this out over 28 days and then took measurements every day? Like, it's actually very vague. And so I think my recommendation is, obviously the results that they show make this very interesting, but ask some questions about this because there's just a lot of questions here that aren't very clear. Yeah, it just doesn't make a lot of sense and i will say something that bugs me about this clinical is the picture mm. um the picture of the woman side by side and mo- at best it looks like the lighting is off right and that's kind of a big no-no when you do clinicals for those <laughs> who don't know when you do clinical studies um everything is actually the data that is taken is done to a t so yeah. even the positioning of the face is framed in a way so that all the pictures will be consistent. Right. You know, so that's like the level of detail in a clinical study. You're supposed to go into. Right. So while we can't really say this is, you know, false or true, um, mm. we will say this is something that if you do have questions, you ask the brand and then you kind of gauge from there. Yeah. So from the format itself, while 10% lactic is an effective daily use serum, mm-hmm. odds of it, Erasing wrinkles overnight is probably no. something done. <laughs> no, it does. It does leave us skeptical. Yeah. Um, but I can imagine, like for the average user, it's definitely appealing. Um, right. So I think this is where we would say, you know, anything overnight, um, definitely give it a do a double take, ask mm. a couple questions, and go from there. Also, get a sample. <laughs> I mean, you'll know real quickly, right? <laughs> I mean, supposing you don't know overnight. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, that's our two cents on that. Um, so that's, that's it, it. guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's the end of our very first episode of the year. Uh, some things to note is we are actually going to be doing this podcast bi-weekly. Mm-hmm. Um, as in every other week, not twice a week. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so um, with that, the reason why is because we are actually trying to do more live sessions on mm-hmm. our Instagram to uh, better engage with our community. Uh, also, that gives us a little bit more time to edit and make sure these get out on time. <laughs> um, but yeah, otherwise, just look forward to the next one coming out in a couple weeks. Yeah, send us questions. Let us know if you have any episode suggestions on what we should talk about. I have no idea what the thing would be. So it's open right now. <laughs> Putting your suggestion today. <laughs> yeah, but other than that, uh, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Ha, ha, ha.